Hello and welcome to this episode of the Making It in Asheville podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ubertaccio, and in this episode of the Making It in Asheville podcast, we're telling you the story of Rock Geist. If you're not familiar with Rock Geist, they are a local bikepacking brand that primarily is focused on making custom bikepacking packs. And so what is a bike pack? What is bike packing? Uh, Going to get into that. I just want to quickly preface and say most episodes, most weeks, we have a interview with a business owner. This week, there is not an interview, and that is my fault. Um, the conversation was absolutely incredible. The founder owner of Rockgeist is Greg Hardy. He is wonderful. Um, we sat down in their studio, in their workshop, in their uh, retail space to hear his story. And while the story sounded wonderful in my headphones as we were having the conversation, the final audio file was not the same. It was uh, unfortunately unsalvageable. And so uh, in lieu of that wonderful conversation with Greg, I will do my best to summarize some of the most important points uh, for you. And so again, typically making an Asheville podcast, we sit down with a local Asheville maker, ask them what they're making and how they are making it in Asheville. And this week I will do my best to tell you the story of Rock Geist. And so Greg Hardy is wonderful. He moved to town in 2017 uh, to fully pursue this concept, this business idea that he had. He took up a lease a space in the mill at Riverside. He's still there today. Uh, difference is when he moved in, it was him and perhaps a sewing machine. And today uh, those 3000 square feet are uh, bustling with both people and materials, sewing machines, custom um, cutters and materials and uh, designs. And so Rockgeist in the last call it five years, has gone through an incredible uh, transformation, evolution perhaps is the right word, uh, but the story started even before then. So uh, Greg Hardy was getting a master's degree in Germany, ended up getting a doctorate in, I believe it was particle, not particle, material sciences, and the materials that he was focused on, believe it or not, was uh, vaccine creation for viruses. Absolutely well beyond my grasp, and uh, I will not attempt to go deeper than that, but Greg is a well-learned man. His uh, background, though, in research and in deep study, in his own words, kind of led him to a place where he's very confident, very focused on being active, being uh uh, testing hypothesis, testing assumptions. And so when he has a business idea or a, a belief that something might be so in his business, he likes to get busy. He likes to work on it. He likes to see. And that has led him from a uh, single sewing machine where he made bags for his own bikes. And then when he wanted to make the next bag or try a new thing, he would sell them on eBay to today running one of the bikepacking worlds, you know, premier or favorite 
uh, bike pack brands. And so uh, hearing that story, hearing that really honestly quintessential Asheville business story of, um, you know, a cottage industry starting from scratching your own itch to becoming uh, an employer of, I want to say eight staff at this point. Absolutely incredible. I loved it and I loved, uh, I loved hearing it and I love now, you know, supporting it. And so uh, bike packing, again, if you're not familiar, which I wasn't and don't pretend to be an expert in, is the idea of using the bike's frame to carry all of the necessary resources you might need for a camping trip. And so backpacking, which most of us are familiar with, at least in concept, is the idea of putting all of the materials that you would need and resources for camping on your back. Bikepacking, you put it on the bike. And to me, that sounds a lot more efficient. <laughs> it sounds a lot, I don't want to say easier, but perhaps easier than carrying it on your back. So uh, it definitely is something I am interested in learning more about. Um, and perhaps you might be as well. And so uh, for those of us unacquainted with uh, bike packing, if you go to rockgeist.com, you can uh, go to some of their resources. They have lists of all of the trails locally uh, in the southeast and perhaps even up the east uh, coast a bit where um, they give kind of full readouts on how intense it might feel, how easy it would be for a newbie. Um, and so in lieu of, uh, in addition to those resources, they also offer the ability to rent um, supplies from them. And so it, while bikepacking to me is very interesting, I'm not sure that I want to, and my or that my wife would let me, you know, fully kit out a bikepacking uh, kit. But if you have a bike, mountain bike or otherwise, and you're interested, stop by Rockgeist at the mill at Riverside, which if you're familiar with the High Five Riverside Coffee um, Cafe, then it's right in that same facility. Uh, stop by and they can help you uh, build a kit that you can then rent. So uh, to me, that is an awesome opportunity for the Asheville community to try a new thing, which, you know, if I were to draw a Venn diagram of people's interest in Asheville, it seems like bikes camping are two things that have a high overlap. And there is a, who knew, a sport or a hobby, a pastime that combines those two pretty perfectly. And so that has my interest. On the business side, though, some of the notes that stood out for me are just how um, how slowly and how consciously and how intentionally uh, Greg has taken on growing this business. So when he moved here in 2017 to when our podcast first was launched, um, Greg really just worked alone. He um, He was building the business, doing everything from uh, setting up his own WordPress and, uh, you know, building his website in effect on his own to, uh, sewing and shipping every bag that he built. Uh, today the team is nine, I believe in total, including him. Um, and that ability to pull yourself up perhaps a level and think strategically is an exceptionally hard thing to do and something that um, does take care. And I think Greg told a powerful story of, of the 
say difficulty and importance of that for a business owner. The uh, other note is how Greg is currently in the process of a, you know buying a complementary bike packing brand, and that story to me is particularly interesting because I'd never heard of a I'll call it a deal structured in the way that he described. And so what what he and this other business owner have set up is is a fixed amount of time where Greg purchased the licensing, the ability, the rights to use the technology, the IP, the, uh, the designs and the materials that this other company uses to make waterproof bikepacking bags. Uh, Greg and the team traditionally have always sewn their bags. This other business has the technology um, and designs that allow you to uh, make bags waterproof by using what is considered in the fabric space welding. When you think welding, or when I think welding, I think of making two pieces of metal, you know, one piece of metal. Uh, it's the same with materials. And so high heat can combine, can can effectively fuse these two pieces of material um, and make them waterproof. And so Greg has licensed the ability to create these waterproof bags and in the time frame allowed um, that they agreed upon he is set out to make sure that that technology that product type uh, would make a meaningful enough impact in his business that buying the overall business from this other uh, company would make sense and i had never heard of licensing before buying and i think it is an incredible concept because what it allows for is a relatively lower risk transaction deal between two parties that works to align everyone. Uh, the seller wants that, you know, Rock Ice and Greg and the team are successful. Greg wants that he's successful. He wants that the licensing is a huge win. Um, and it was. And so what they are now in is, you know, I guess, the final stages to plan and contract on what um, the purchase process will look like. I'm very excited for Greg on that. I think um, I'm personally am very fascinated, interested in buying businesses and the process of being able to step out of the business enough to put the time in to do the diligence required to set up the 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 deal that he's working on, I think is just really inspiring to me. And the structure of this particular deal is interesting and uh, equally, I would say, uh, it seems like the type of deal that I am excited by. It doesn't feel transactional. It feels like incentives are being in aligned in such a way that um, both sides really want this to work and really want uh, that the other side wins. And one of the takeaways is that because they've spent so much time together, Greg was able to identify one of the priorities for his counterpart is that that company's first hire, you know, continues to have a full-time salary and a full-time job and continues to work. Um, and that's a major part of 
the other company's priorities as they move forward. And to me, I don't think that's something that necessarily would show up if you were strictly negotiating a transaction so much as if you were, you know, planning together uh, next steps and really trying to find alignment. So I was, I was inspired by that, uh, generally inspired by Greg and the, and the great success uh, of being this quintessential you know, cottage brand that has uh, grown and grown and grown uh, with a lot of work and a lot of intense um, intention. And so the final thing was just that uh, Greg welcomed, you know, local Asheville folk and I guess non-locals who listen to this podcast to uh, stop by their shop. Uh, so there is in the front uh, section, I'll say, of the workshop, a really well done retail corner you can learn about the brand you can learn about their products you can again you can rent uh, some of their products to go on a bike packing trip yourself i am not a bike packer yet but i really see myself uh, borrowing a bike from a friend and then renting bike packing materials from rock guys and figuring out if this is something i want to get into uh, in the years ahead it seems like it is Thank you, Greg, for taking the time to uh, interview or, you know, sit down on the podcast and have an interview with me. Uh, apologies that the audio on the actual conversation will likely be lost. Um, I might put it on YouTube. And if you want to sit through an incredible amount of background noise, uh, you're welcome potentially to check that out. Uh, otherwise, uh, the last thing I'll say is, please, if you are not subscribed to the Making It in Asheville email list, uh, please consider joining it. One of the things that we do are monthly maker mixers. So we call them Monday Maker Mixers. They are the first Monday of the month. Uh, locations and times and sometimes uh, you know, capacity limits are also communicated via email first and so we tell our email list uh, where and when and then uh, have the opportunity to RSVP if the location uh, communicates specifically a capacity limit. Um, these Monday Maker Mixers we aspire that they are not your traditional networking event so much as community building and so the emphasis is on building relationships on getting to know other makers, business owners, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, folks who are just invested in the community. Um, and, you know, having a community that you can call upon, in my opinion, is uh, what makes Asheville as special, what makes Asheville as special as it is. And so uh, doing our best to help facilitate and grow uh, this maker community that we have come to love so much. So if you are not on the email list, consider joining. Uh, and until next week, be well, and hope to see you soon.